Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. alcohol, but um, is C.R. Rice. And our amazing guest today is Evan Vaughn. Okay, let's talk about what we're really drinking. I'm drinking more of because yes, I keep finding this in the back of public <laughs> freezers, fridges, whatever. Um, homegrown hard cider, flat rock cider company, ice spice baby. I really, if you guys get a chance, it's to on my it, list to try. You guys, it, it comes down here. It literally but... says Evan on the back. It says our story. Stop. Grab a can and listen. Flatworks here with a brand new invention. <laughs> but they have a whole thing to ice ice baby on That's the great. side of this. I'm sure there's no copyright infringement. <laughs> what is what is vanilla ice? The Queen song goes dun 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 dun, dun and oh, mine right, goes yeah. dun 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 dun. Yeah, <laughs> yes. very different. <laughs> very different very different okay cr okay so i am drinking um we'll, we'll just say it is the death cocktail for right now it is spice rum captain and dr pepper unintentional <laughs> unintentional death drink. unintentional death cocktail okay evan what are you drinking uh well i was drinking i drank it all um i had uh vanilla it was a s'mores campfire cocktail um and it was what uh, vanilla vodka kalua uh bailey's irish cream milk and then this probably vodka soaked marshmallow now so oh that sounds delicious yeah, you didn't was, finish that i haven't oh, finished yeah. that i'm not done yet it's, i mean marshmallows like don't absorb anything, cherries but... where you take the cherry you're like this is good you have three of them and you're fucking on the floor <laughs> yeah huddled with a blankie you know um, <laughs> Okay, this is a true story before we get into our literary Bruce rapid fire. So an unnamed um, child of mine, we were having ice cream sundaes, saw the cherries in the fridge. They were adults, by the way, when this happened. So, and okay, put the cherries on the ice cream sundaes. And I took, I was like, woo, 
but they're like moonshine cherries and <laughs> oh, needless to say still got yeah. some residual oh god it was it was it was epic but let me just say that was that was an ice cream sundae worthy of having ice cream sundaes for <laughs> hashtag oh. drunk from a sunday okay <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's fun. So rapid fire questions. Evan, what's your favorite book of all time? Oh man, that is such a hard question. Uh, favorite book of all time. I'd have to go with uh, Lord of the Rings, the, the, as a series, it's, it's actually my, my favorite book books rather. I, okay. I just, well, I love that whole series. Question, but fine. We're moving yeah. on. That. Okay. That's, it's too tough. It starts a fight. We should set disclaimers on this podcast. You can't mention Lord of the Rings. You can't mention the Hobbit. You can't mention Twilight. You can't like. There's just so it's a really long list. list. By this you time, that's like, gonna, yeah, nobody's gonna remember all that. Okay, what is um your least favorite book you've ever read? Um, ooh, least favorite book. It's probably gonna get me uh in trouble, but um, I uh I didn't like um it all that much. You know, Stephen King's that's It. I actually was not a fan of that book. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It just. I don't know. I felt like it was like twice as long as it probably needed to be. He was <laughs> super drunk at he that. Was, he was, yeah, I was about to say he, he was, was. Yeah. He was. He was very big. Giant space turtle. See, people who just watched these movies and haven't read this book, like it was funny because there was an article that came out about the turtle references that are in the newer movies where they, you know, they're like this was supposed to represent the turtles and this Lego turtle was, and yeah. I was trying to explain this to my boyfriend and um, we'd been drinking at the time and he literally thought I was making that up. I'm like, no, honey, there is a giant supreme space turtle being in this book. And yes, he's like, is. yeah, okay. And I'm like, no, not like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was like, and this is what fights the, the space creature that yeah. is it. And he's like, yeah, you're not getting me on that one. And no. like, I couldn't convince him that this was this fucking book. It's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like the whole Terry Pratchett thing. Like I try to, you know, my husband got me out of Terry Pratchett and I became obsessed, but like the giant, you know, the turtle with the with the four elephants and then holding the world. It's like he read that, but was like high on mushrooms or something. It was like, okay, <laughs> there's a turtle in space. It's gotta fight some shit. Because you know, everybody's got to fight something when they're, right. when they're drinking or on drugs, I assume. So like turtles got to fight some shit. Most docile creature. Yeah. Um, in space though. In, in space. space. Um, Seems legit to me. Yeah. Too legit. Too see, legit. See how I did that? Went back to, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, cool. What about your favorite, are you going to just say Lord of the Rings of Ash, your favorite books that were turned into movies or a TV series? Yeah, I'll probably just say that. So okay, yeah, so you can skip it. How about I'm gonna <laughs> skip that. Yeah. Um, how about what do you think? I thought of this question while we were doing this podcast because I thought of an example of this. What okay, is your favorite movie that's actually better than the book? Oh um, yeah. Oh, there's so oh. few, isn't there? Um, and again, it's probably gonna get me in trouble, but um, I thought of one the other day. I mean, while we were the other day moments ago now i'm trying to remember what it was what's your example though uh so my example would be jaws actually not because the the whole movie was better but the ending was better i think the, there's a jaws book there is a jaws book yeah by peter it, yeah it's based on a book yeah no, it's it's not a bad book the book's fun but the ending is just so bad it's so bad and 
And the ending okay. of the movie, like I, I, I remember reading that the the author, like he, he just fucking hated the ending of the movie. He was he he hated it. But after reading the book, I was like, no, you're wrong. The ending of the movie is way cooler than the book. The book is so anticlimactic. It's boring. It's I, I hated the ending. But what about you, CR? I don't know. That is so hard. So I've, I had one, but this isn't the one I thought of earlier. And I'm going to try to remember. But is The Devil Wears Prada. See, I, I didn't know that was a thing. The either. movie is better than the book. Wow. Huh. Because... I swear to God, I was talking to somebody about this. Maybe it was even on this podcast, but I drink a lot, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> is the care Anne uh, Hathaway's character? You don't like her in the book, okay? Like you, 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 you're not fucking rooting for her because instead of appearing to sacrifice things for this job, she she's just not a great fucking person at all movie was terrible like i hated that movie i thought she was a terrible fucking person to begin with like you're (laughs) going into something you completely change who the hell you are like how can you possibly think to respect yourself and what you've done like you leave the dude that i just i wasn't a fan (laughs) i will just say not my style is a fucking genius no she was genius i loved her i love villain and so is what's his name that played her her fiance the super oh no not him i'm talking about (laughs) oh my god why can't i think of his name he was in burlesque and he was in easy a as the dad what the fuck oh my god yes i love him he's so adorable i love him and literally everything everything like i will just watch movies because stanley tucci's in the movie because he's fucking brilliant anyway so i think like it's not a movie but i thought so i did watch i watched the vampire diaries i watched um originals all of those i thought they were better than the book i thought the book was fantastic but the thing i love about doing shows over movies is shows hit something you can't hit in a fucking book like you just you can't do it because demon salvador is that what we're talking about fucking love Oh, Klaus, yes. I got yeah. I like the villains. We're talking about villains Klaus, are my right? dudes. Okay. That's why I like like you know my shirt like fucking Vegeta. But like it's <laughs> it's I love the villains because there's there's just something amazing about them. But I think that it did so much better than than the book because the book can't hit it, so that's where I think shows aren't fair. But movie-wise, better than the book, I don't know, because the Hunger Games is my favorite you know between them and i love the way they ended the hunger game movies i think they did a brilliant job but i wouldn't choose the movie over the book so no, it's so I, hard i think it's different okay what about um where they did a terrible job evan and you were like fuck these guys oh um oh man wisely. yeah um don't say the hobbit it's gonna start a hobbit. fight so don't even bother <laughs> uh oh man that's a tough one um I can't think of any at the top of my head right now. Um, I don't know what's yours. I, I gotta think. Um, I awful. my number one is Silver Linings Playbook. If don't get me started, the book was so much fucking better. I've said that a million times on the show. Yeah. Fuck Silver Linings Playbook. I will say I never knew. So I knew it was based off of a book. I didn't read the book until you had said it. I think it was one of our first podcasts. I loved the movies, and then I read the book. It I fucking ruins it, doesn't it? Was it was so, so bad. Yeah, but so I, I like read the books fiction. before I watched the movie because I, I found the book, I read the book, 
And then the movie, and I was like, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer, like I was excited about the fucking cast. Yes. And then I'm watching it getting more and more mad. Like yeah. I just was ferocious and not because I think they could tell the whole story, but they fucking totally twisted the story. It wasn't even the same story. No, it wasn't. Like at the end of the day, it wasn't even the same story. Very irritating. But I mean, it's fan fiction. That's what I have to believe because they're doing the ugly series in a movie. So like, it's fan fiction. This is this is my <laughs> fake smile. It's fan fiction. No, that's true. Um, yeah. Now I, I, I Silver Linings Playbook is a pretty bad one. I don't, I don't know because I think there's so many where and finding out like V Wars. So Jonathan Mayberry, I love you. I love you, but I think we agree on this one. V Wars. <laughs> if you've never read V Wars from Jonathan Mayberry, it's a collection of short stories. It's actually not just him. And the way they he put the book together, it actually skips around based on time because it's every story talks about X days until the V incident or after the V incident, right? Which is where the whole premise of this book is that by vampires come show up, right? But they're varying degrees and it's based on the fact that the ice caps are melting and certain pathogens that were encased in ice that actually change our DNA back to the way DNA used to be, depending on who you are, happen. And so different sort of vampire species emerge, but depending on their genetic lineage. So like there are um, Romanian vampires, but they're, they behave a certain way, they drain blood a certain way, and they can only feed on people they care about, for instance, I think is that one, and I'm not trying to spoil it. But then there's one of my favorite stories has to do with one where they talk about somebody from an Indian reservation, and she is more like a snake in the thing. Even her hair starts looking like when it's just flat, like it's got a snake skin pattern on it and stuff. Fucking badass. And he's friends with Ian Summerholter, who I think is Damon. Love him. Damon. Yeah, enjoy him. And he was in the series. And Not I, heard, I watched the series before I got the book. And I got the book. And then I was like, oh my God, this is fucking <laughs> terrible. And it it was and it was terrible because when you have so much that you can do this off of. And then you do something terrible with it. I just go, blah. But I was, I think I was talking to him on one of these podcasts and he said, one of the problems is sometimes people at the studio will come in with a book, right? And they'll go, oh my God, have you read V Wars? We should make a series out of it, right? And the people making the series and the fucking writers don't even read. They don't the read book. it. They read the back cover or they get a summation from some intern from somewhere and that's what they make the series off of. And you've got to go, oh my fucking God, you didn't even read the source material. Yeah. To the do best it. people to and make it are the fans. If you, you got to be a fan, if you're going to, if you're going to adapt it to anything, you got to love it. Well, that's why I'm really excited about, what is his name? He made um, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yeah. He's I gotta say that was an amazing fucking movie. <laughs> it was, but he's a fan and he's a comic book reader and he's making right. the next Star Wars movie. And I'm actually excited to see what he does with it because he is a fan. And you can tell when people are fans, love the canon, understand the canon, things like that, of that or what are real truths versus when people make movies and totally ignore 
potential fan bases or what it's actually written about. Because there are certain things you obviously can't do, like Hunger Games, which is, again, we agree, it's one of my favorite adaptations that I think they did really well with. We disagree on some of the characters, but we agree in general, right? Um, But I think with that one, there's a lot of the politicalness, even in the snow and the snake and the songbird, which I think is the name of the the prequel that they put out after. Um, There's so much of the political stuff that is overlooked in the movies because you can't fit that all in the movie. You're just telling the story of Katniss. But it comes down to your audience. And at the end of the day, do fucking 13-year-olds care about a political debate? No, they care about a sweet little romance between somebody who is 10 inches shorter than he's supposed to be and <laughs> a super adorable guy. That's what it comes down okay. to. Okay, I fine. still That's think my issue that is fucking really passing. We can argue till the cows come home because I loved him as he's he He's a does. foot shorter than he's supposed to be. If I know, smaller, but he did such a I good mean, job of that character. He did, but how many stilts did you have to put on that kid? How many I don't times care. did they bring a fucking <laughs> box out, okay? They can like, put off. We're not fighting. We've agreed not to fight about this on the show anymore. <laughs> okay um, all right Evan. chelsea ask your questions otherwise we're monopolizing this okay. entire show it's like the chelsea erica hour <laughs> we need to do that one time okay so as a horror author what is your biggest fear my biggest fear oh my god um i don't That's know like i mean like i mean like you know, the typical stuff like drowning i guess but um i don't know like biggest fear would be something something real you know like like you got all these like ghost stories which are you know they can be fun and they can be great but they're not it typically don't they're not going to happen but you know biggest fear would just be like i don't know being being stalked would be pretty scary but i don't know what my biggest fear is um i know i don't want to drown that's that's always been like my thing if i could choose how to go it's not drowning i know that that's i don't know why that terrifies uh the living crap it's fucking painful yeah it doesn't look fun that's for sure What about you, Chelsea? Um, What's your biggest fear? I've lived my biggest fear. I'm not scared of anything at this point. That makes sense. I'm trying what to think you? what my biggest fear is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a tough question. It is a tough question. Why is it more weird? Like, I, if I if I pass away or something. I don't want to be in a way that my family then has to do something about it. Yeah. Like you just don't wake up one day and they're like, fuck, now we got to move her? Or well, like- it, it's kind of that, but actually, you know what? My biggest fear is getting dementia. Oh, yeah. And forgetting oh. who I am. You know what? Can I can I steal that one? Because that's you that's can steal that one. I've but already so to the science piece. behind it. So if you think of the science behind dementia, the only thing it's painful for is the people that know you. Yeah. No, true. but that's what I mean. Do you me? slip away into a storyland like but the science, like a fear for me, what that would do to my family, because a lot of my family but would you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, but you asked me what my biggest fear is. I don't want to leave my family. Like I've put contingencies in place if this is to happen for people to help me resolve that. So they don't, I don't want to be in a home where I'm going to totally no book you. What? I'm going to no book you and Erica. We're going to be good. (laughs) We got this. You know what? (laughs) 50 first dates have a videotape that explains my entire fucking life. Every morning. Yeah. It's going to be a nice little blend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. That could be that could be scary. Okay, so if you could be any main character, but you have to live their life, who would you be? 
any main character ever? Any main character. Oh. It has to be in a book. Exactly. Right, right, right. Oh, but you have to live their life. See, because I was going to say, yeah. like, you know, you got to, there, there's so many really cool characters out there, but they have some really bad lives, don't they? <laughs> um, oh, man. So um, they become a hero or a villain. Yeah. Villain would be fun. Um, oh, man. Let's see. Because I was, I was going to say, like, um, uh, Danny from uh, The Shining and, and Dr. Sleep, but his life kind of sucks. He has a really bad life, but he's got a cool power. He has a fucking terrible life. His life sucks. But his, his powers are really cool. I'd like that. But I don't think I want to live his life. That's that's for sure. Um, man, that's... Man, you guys got all the tough questions today. Um, I'll, go, I'll go with him. I mean, at least I get to read people's minds and stuff. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Make them do what I want. <laughs> can you imagine like actually being able to read somebody's mind like you ask them a, a question and you were forced to fully understand the truth because lies are everything. important in society nobody could ever lie to you and lies are important that's, that's true. true that is true that's okay true. what about your sidekick who side would you kick? want as a sidekick yeah who would i want as a sidekick um not oh my god um let's see i don't know um somebody strong somebody not as let's see so in, in this scenario am i still i'm still living danny's life is that no, no. just no, in no, general no. okay you are you. Yes. <laughs> if i were me let's see uh well i can't say anything from lord of the rings can i i can't say that yeah you can um, <laughs> yes you can how you felt about the hobbit movies actually you know what yes. i would i would say um <laughs> Maybe like like Harry Potter or something, or maybe Hermione. I'd go with Hermione. She's I was really gonna smart. say not Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter Harry. is a terrible yeah. fucking character. Yeah, no, he'd be so he'd excited, be awful. But, but Hermione, yeah. she'd get me out of everything. I mean, yes. she. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about what is your favorite weird food combination? Something favorite. you love that everybody thinks is weird. Um, well, it's not a combination, but uh, my favorite, my all-time favorite food is just stuffing or dressing or whatever anybody wants to call it, you know, just the, the Thanksgiving food. That's my favorite food, and everyone else thinks I'm weird for that. I don't know why, if that's not normal. No, I make it randomly and eat it. But, like, yeah. what about something that is, like, maybe you eat it and nobody knows, but, like, something weird that you mix together? Um, I don't really mix anything together that's super weird. Um um, I can't think of anything that I mix together that people would find weird. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't think I have anything weird, really. Um, I think about it. Okay, okay, so let's take your first book, and then Chelsea, you get the final question after this. Who would be the main? Who would play the main character in your first book? In my very first book, um, um, I don't know. I was thinking like when I when I wrote it, I was picturing like like a like a tom cruise kind of like like the look of him would be tom cruise um i don't i don't know if he really would fit the role but I, that's kind of what i pictured him looking like got it okay chelsea you have the final question my friend what is your ultimate guilty pleasure ultimate guilty pleasure uh i mean really gaming is really i mean it's not so much guilty but i i do feel a lot of guilt when i'm gaming and not writing but um yeah gaming i just i love i love gaming so very cool. Okay, Evan, shameless self-promotion time. Uh, so you can find me at Evan Bond Author on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, mostly active on Instagram. I've got a website, evanbondauthor.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there. And I've got signed copies of all my books you can buy straight from my site as well. And then there's my newest book, Charred Remains, which you can buy on Amazon or... Hold it up. 
Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. This is a YouTube I, channel. People I have it right here. <laughs> what is that? Vera White? Is that her name? Vanna White. Vanna White. Vanna White. Yeah. There we go. Um, you can you can buy that on Amazon or pretty much any e-reader. Very, very cool. Evan, it's been great having you on this podcast. Thank, Thank you so you. much for being here. It's been fun. Very cool. Okay. This has been Drinking with Authors, the Literary Briefs Edition. I've been your host, Erica Lance. My co-host has been the amazing C.R. Rice, and our guest has been Evan Bond. Our sponsor is Skunk Brother Spirits. DWA10 is the coupon code, veteran and brother owned. Check them out for all their amazingness, and we'll catch you next time.